Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Father, you're worthy of glory this day. Oh, hallelujah. We celebrate you once again this morning, the beauty of your holiness. We proclaim your love and majesty, oh God. We celebrate your majesty. We celebrate your highness. We celebrate your sovereignty over our lives, over the earth, over our homes. Another day as break, oh God, we thank you for awakening us to the realities of your plans, intentions, and desire and counsel. We bless you, Lord, for your spirit this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your rohak, your spirit this morning. That is a life in us. We honor you, O oh God. We praise you. We worship you in the beauty of your holiness. We proclaim your majesty. We proclaim your love, your dominion. We proclaim, O oh God, yes, you reign. You reign over all things. You reign over all. You reign over the nations. You reign over every soul. You reign over every man, over every woman, every boy, every girl. Every girl. You reign over every region. You reign, O oh God. May the increase of your kingdom once again this day be felt across the earth. May the increase of your kingdom once again, yes, Lord, be manifest across the nations. We glorify you this morning. Lord, I come with my worship this morning. I come to honor you. I come to honor you. I come to bless you. I've come to worship you. I've come to lift your name on high. I've come to declare that, God, you, you rule over all things. Thank you, Lord, that you are very alive and active. Yes, among the activities of men, your wisdom is still very prominent. Your wisdom, your knowledge, your counsel, oh God, yes, is what we see every day. Lord, our eyes this day is open to see the things of your spirit. Thank you, Lord, that you will guide us in the ways of your spirit. We will walk, oh God, in the path of your wisdom your knowledge will be made yes manifest in us like never before we draw near to you this morning we draw closer to you this morning we push oh god yes father into the very confluence of your desire we come to the place of the gathering we have come to mount zion we have come to the place of your heel we have come to the place of offering the place of sacrifice we proclaim you are worthy oh god of praise let our prayer this day, let our worship, let our coming together indeed transform the environment, the atmosphere of our dwelling. We thank you. We crown you king this morning once again. We crown you Lord. We crown you king over all. We crown you Lord over all. We proclaim none like you this morning. Rule and reign, Master Jesus. Have your way this morning. Be exalted. Be glorified. Be magnified. Be lifted high. None like you. Oh, hallelujah. Zebahata. We thank you. Man, Bragazi, we honor you. We glorify you. You rule. Have your way. Take your place. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth. The earth of our lives. Let your will be done in our lives. Let your will be done in our minds, in our faculties. Let your will be done this day in our homes. Let your will be done in everything that we represent. Let your will be done, O oh God, this morning, Lord Jesus. Let your will be done. Overrule every other will. Overrule every other mind. Overrule every other agenda. Overrule over every other contrary thing. We proclaim you King, Lord, this morning. You rule and reign over the nations. We thank you for what you're doing across the nations. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you for what you're doing in Israel. Thank you for what you're doing, yes, Lord, in Gaza, in the Palestinians. Father, we thank you for what you're doing among the Palestinians. Thank you, Father, for your spirit that is moving right now, yes, in the Far East. Thank you for what you're doing, oh God, across the Arab world. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing right now in Korea, in China. Yes, Father, in Mongolia, we thank you for what you're doing right now. All across, yes, the Philippines, we bless your name for what your spirit is doing. All across the land, thank you, Father, for nations, yes, are coming to you. For you are the governor among the nations. You are the king who rules, who sits over the affairs of men. We thank you for what you're doing right now. Yes, in Haiti, we bless your holy name for what you're doing right now. In Fiji Island, we thank you for what you're doing. In Denmark, we bless your holy name for your spirit that is at work right now across the nations. We lift your name on high for your spirit that is working in Brazil. Yes, Lord, in Argentina, we thank you. We honor you. We praise your name this morning. We glorify you for the power of your spirit right now that is at, at, at work, oh God, in Australia, in Canada. We bless you. We glorify you, Father. We hear your voice, oh God. Your voice is upon the waters. And we declare this morning, may your kingdom once again rule and reign over the affairs of men. We thank you, Lord, that you are the God who frustrates the counsel of the wicked. Thank Thank you, Lord, this morning that your name, your glory, your power, yes, once again, is being felt all across the land. That no matter how darkness seeks to pervade the hearts of men, that your light is shining. Your light is shining this morning. And we sons of light, we are the church of your light, yes. We are the church positioned, yes, to shine forth your light. We thank you, Lord, as you continue to unveil your heart and mind to us, Father. We proclaim the name of Jesus that we shall truly represent your counsel and your desire in the earth. You will have yourself a church, a people, O oh God. You will have yourself a tribe, a nation in the earth, representing, O oh God, your full desire. In the name of Jesus, your prophetic will, yes, your prophetic counsel, your prophetic will, yes, it's been willed across the nations. We thank you, Spirit of God, that you are moving. Yes, you are moving. As we saw you move, according to the book of Ezekiel, you are the wheel in the wheel. As we see you move, as we see the various facets, the various face, the various realities of your desire, all the dimensions of what you represent, yes, Father, in your power, in your glory, in your presence, in your splendor, we see it, Lord, manifesting our day. Yes, Lord. Let the ministry of the cherubims continue to guide and lead us, O oh God, across, O oh God. Let there be, a, yes, a manifestation of the various dimensions of uh, you will call it the manifold wisdom of God, the manifold, the, the many faceted dimensions of God. Who is man to understand him? Except he breathes on you to, to understand his ways. You cannot understand him. God is multidimensional. <laughs> yes, we know him as, as Trinity, but his, his activity is beyond his, 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 his Trinity nature. Is, is multi-dimensional. Yes, yet is one. Is one that moves. Yes, in multi-ways. It moves, yes, among the, 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 the nations in various dimensions. He expresses himself the way he chooses. He reveals himself the way he desires. He is God all by himself. Hallelujah. He sits, he sits upon the waters. He rules over the hills. You find him. People have sought to worship him in all forms, in all ways. But there is one way that we must worship him. And that way is, is Christ himself. Jesus the way. Jesus the truth. 
He didn't choose, amen, to, to, for us to worship him through a water or through fire. He didn't choose, amen, for us to worship him through trees. But he created all things for his own good pleasure. This day we declare, O oh God, that we choose your way, the way you have chosen for us, the way you've selected, the way you've appointed the way you've appointed to build your house, your church, to reveal yourself. That's the way we've chosen this morning. We want to live for you. We want to glorify you in everything that we do. And therefore, this morning, we declare once again, ruler of the nations, come, citadel, in this dimension of life that you are architecting in the earth. Let our life become indeed, yes, a conduit, a place, a vessel to reveal your presence to the nations. We glorify you this morning honor and glory praise wait for you in zion we are the people of zion we are the sons and daughters of zion we lift our hands and we proclaim may your kingdom come may your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven as it is established we want to manifest we want to replicate what heaven is on earth that is your intention and you will have your intention and so, Father, we thank you this morning as we undress ourselves from every idea, mindset, beliefs, philosophy that we have imbibed that is contrary, that is foreign to the patterns that you've shown us in your word. We undress ourselves from them in the name of Jesus. Lord, we declare this morning that we don't choose our own way. We don't choose our own will. In fact, we don't choose our own expectation. Our expectation is of the Lord. <laughs> we thank you this morning. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth. Let, let the sound of this voice continue to permeate and transform as it radiates your presence and glory. Let lives be changed. Let homes be transformed. Let, let communities, yes, Father, be renewed in the name of Jesus. Let your church arise in every sector, in every area of life. Let your church arise. Let your people arise. Let there be an awakening once again in our hearts. Let there be a readiness, O oh God. Give us a desire for your ways, for your things, O oh God. Give us a desire for your counsel. Give us a passion, O oh God, for your holiness. Give us grace, O oh God, to, to stand and to wait upon you. For they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of e like eagles, Father. We thank you this morning that as we wait upon you, we receive the reward, yes, of our strength being renewed this morning in the power and the knowledge of your glory we thank you once again that we are being clothed this morning in the power of your spirit we are being clothed with grace we are being clothed this morning with faith thank you spirit of god that you are yes endowing us with power this morning to go out and represent your intention we bless your holy name eyes have not seen these things ears have not heard it yes the minds of men have not even begun to conceive the things that you have ordained for them yes who love you thank you father this morning that our heart says yes to your love yes our faculty this morning say yes to your love we say yes to your ways we say yes to your will oh god thank you this morning yes that lord our life becomes like that age wine that age old wine yes that has been kept the best the best has been kept for last we thank you father this day the lord there's a renewal there's a renewal there's a renewal of vision there's a renewal of grace there's a renewal of wisdom there's a renewal newer yes father of our position in you that the further we go father the more renewed the more the more energized we become the more our vision is calibrated oh god that we will not we will not grow older and become diminished in passion 
Help us, Father, this day to love you the more. Let every day be better. Let every day be better than yesterday, Father. Let our love today be better than yesterday. Let our quest for you today be better than yesterday. Let our desire for you today be better, oh God, than yesterday. Father, give us the desire to go further, to press further, yes, to, 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 to search more, Father. Yeah, help us, Father, to press in further. The deep, let it call to the deep this morning. Let our depth come to yes adapt in you father lord father we undress ourselves we divorce ourselves from every idea mindset beliefs oh god traditions that we have imbibed that have taken us away from the ways of your things we press into you this morning and we declare you reign in our lives you reign in our lives. You reign in our lives. You reign in our mind. Wash us this morning. Let this word that you've been speaking to us continue to wash us. Yes, Lord. Let this word continue to wash us. We've come to the pool. We've come to the pool of Salom. We've come to the pool, yes, with five colonies. Yes, Father. Let every dimension of the reality, of the revelation of what you call ministry, continue to minister to us. May we be washed. May we be cleansed. May we, may we be purified this morning. May you have your church once again alive, fully alive. Oh God, may your light continue to shine and permeate every darkness. Darkness of ignorance, darkness, yes, of, of ideas, ideas that we've learned from this world. Darkness, oh God, yes, of identity. Let, the, let your light continue to shine, oh God. Bring us to the full reality of who we are. May we come to a day of maturity like Moses came, oh God. May we declare that we are no longer, yes, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. May we come to a day that we can stand tall in Egypt without bowing, oh God, the knees. May we stand like Daniel, oh God, in Babylon, oh God, proclaiming that there is a God who rules over all things. May we not bow to the 60-foot idols uh, that man has built and proclaim that every man must bow to it. No, Father, we declare this morning. We will not bow to strange gods. We will not bow to the gods of men. We will not bow to the ideas of men. We will not bow to the image of men. Every image of Christ perverted in our mind, we discard them. We come to the place of, of reality. We've come to the place of revelation. The place that John came to. He was in the spirit in the lost thing. He, he had a voice and the voice said, come up higher and let me show you. We want to come to the place where you can show us things the way they are. We want to see things the way they are. Not the way men purports them. Not the way men explains them. Take us beyond the minds of men. Take us beyond the explanations of men. Take us beyond, yes, human intellect. Take us beyond human intellect. Take us beyond, yes, theology. Take us beyond the ideas of men. Take us beyond the descriptions of men. Bring us to the place where we can see the things that you have revealed to us. You are the revelator. Reveal your son to us once again. Reveal your mind to us. Reveal your desire to us. May we become more prophetic in our life, in our outlook. May we become more prophetic. May we see things with clarity. May we see things, oh God, with clarity. May we see things with clarity. Yes, bring us to clarity. Every fuzziness, 
Every fuzziness, remove, oh God. Help us to see with clarity. Help us to see things, people the way they are, the way you see them. We want to see the way you see. We want to engage life the way, you, the way you've designed it. So we thank you this morning, oh God, that we are not anxious. Yes, you said in all things with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God. Not the peace of men, not the peace of this world. There is a peace that comes from God. And that is a peace this morning we release, oh God, into Israel. That's a peace we release, oh God, yes, into Gaza, among the Palestinians. That's a peace we release, oh God, into that region, into that region. That's a peace we are releasing in the name of Jesus. The peace of God that transcends human wisdom and understanding. The peace of God, the mind of God, the intentions of God, the counsels of God. That is what we receive this morning. Let the peace of God, let the peace of God, the peace of God, the shalom of God, not the peace designed by men. Not the peace that is trying to, yes, brought forth by human mind. No, let the peace of God this morning. We receive. We receive the peace of God. It's the peace of God that we administer this morning into nations that are at war. Loggerheads. It's not about nations fighting. It's about people killing each other. And so, Father, we thank you this morning that your spirit, yes, that is able to do all things is at work. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We honor you. We glorify you this morning. Yes, let our own way, our own idea of what answered prayer is be gone. Let our own idea of what true prayer is be gone. May we pray the way Christ prayed. May we understand his heart, his mind, his will, his counsel in every situation. May we pray his will. May we pray. We pray your will this morning over the Palestinians. We pray your will. We know we have brethren in, the, in, 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 that, in that region, oh God, of Palestine. We pray them, oh God. We pray them, Lord, grace and strength this morning. As we pray, oh God, for our brothers and sisters, oh God, in Israel. We pray grace and strength, oh God, to them this morning we lift them up and we declare this morning lord holy spirit you are the one that can bring this asian war asian battle to an end and so we thank you for the grace of god to see beyond oh god some natural geography some human geography help us to begin to see your domain and your dominion across the earth as we pray your kingdom oh god yes lord into sphere into realms oh god as we twat oh god as we frustrate oh god yes the counsels of the wicked the counsels of the terrorists oh god on both end of the world ah father we proclaim and declare this morning your will will stand your name will be glorified let your kingdom come over the realm, yes, of the feist. Let your, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, O God, over the realm of China. Yes, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, O God, over in the name of Jesus. Argentina, America, let your will be done in the name of Jesus. Let your will be done this morning. Yes, Father, in the name of Jesus, let your will be done over Russia. Let the will, let the will of God be done. Yes, Father, over North Korea. We proclaim and we declare, you reign, you rule. Ruler of all, have your way. Take your place this morning. This is how the church began. They began in prayer. And they continue in prayer. They were breaking bread together in the place of prayer and fellowship. Father, we thank you this morning. That we are the manifestation, yes, of that which you model in the book of Acts. We bless you, Lord, this morning that the power of prayer will continue to guide us, O oh God, to express your will in the earth. Through our life, we proclaim that your will is done in the earth. For this reason, we live, O oh God, to become a conduit 
through prayer to become a conduit through our intercession. Yes, we are priests, Almighty God. You have positioned us as priests, and we take our place this morning with our hands lifted, and we proclaim and declare to the God of heaven that your name, O God, is manifest in the earth, that you rule and reign, O God, over the nations. Your kingdom and dominion will continue to increase. We bless you, O God, this morning. We praise your name. We hallow you. Oh, hallelujah. From the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. Let the name of the Lord be hallowed. Let the name of God be praised. Let the name of God be exalted. Father, we thank you. Oh, hallelujah. What a glorious day. What a glorious day. What a glorious day. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing in our nation, South Africa. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. In this land. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you, Father, for your intention, your prophetic intention. Yes, that is gaining, yes, inroad, oh God. Yes, Father. Gaining inroad into every sector, into every area, every department, oh God, of the institutions that, that governs this nation. Your name is exalted. Nothing can stop. Nothing will frustrate that which your spirit, oh God, has ordained. And so we thank you, Father. We bless your name. We praise you. Hallelujah. Glory and honor to you, Lamb of God. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. We praise your name this morning. We hallow you. Honor and praise to you, Lamb of God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to welcome you this morning. If you're joining us, welcome. <clears throat> welcome to another live session, another live broadcast. Uh, we want to thank God, amen, for the grace this, to, to pray this morning, just to proclaim and release, amen, this, this boiling, amen, of, this, of, of my heart, of my spirit. I, I believe that the Lord, amen, is, is working in our day and our time. And we want to understand, we want to walk into, amen, all the various facets, amen, of the expressions of God for our time, for our day, amen. We are not fixative on one point. We are not captured by one, you know, one expression or one path, amen. We want to come into the full reality, amen, of what the Lord is doing. There are various things the Spirit of God is correcting, is emphasizing, amen. There are things the Spirit of God is pointing to. There are things the Spirit of God is tearing. So we have to be, amen, multidimensional in our expression. We have to wake up. We have to see, amen. We see when we are in the spirit, we cannot, amen, we, we, we can go wrong, amen. We will always emphasize, the Bible says, let those, amen, who have the ears hear what the spirit, amen, is saying. That is very important. Our ability to, to, to have that hearing ears, and know, amen, what the Spirit of God is, is proclaiming, is declaring and emphasizing, amen, is critical, is crucial, amen, to the nature of amen, our transition. We are in the midst, amen, of, of, a, of a transition, if you will, a migration, amen. We come into a place where we are doing things, amen, in, in, a, in a more excellent way, as the scripture puts it, amen. We are moving from, amen, that which is just good. We're coming into that which is perfect, amen. The Bible says, amen, that we may know 
that which is good and acceptable, amen, and the very perfect will of God, amen. We want to walk, we want to embrace, amen, the day of maturity. That's what it means to walk in perfection, amen. We want to walk in that day, in that realm where we do things from a mature, you know, position. We want our life, amen, to begin to eat amen of of the meat of god's word we want to we want to drink amen from the old age wine we want to drink from that wine that has been preserved hallelujah there's a there's a ministry that heaven is serving creation in this season in time amen that is from amen that dimension that is ancient yet relevant to the season that is the call of God for our day. And that is what, amen, we want to continually emphasize. And that's why we are going back, amen, to the divine pattern, to the divine blueprint. We are seeking to understand the architecture of God, amen, for our lives, for, you know, for, for, for the nation. Amen. God has an interest, amen, over every region of the earth, amen. Be it Israel, be it, amen, Palestine, amen, be it, amen, Korea, be it, amen, uh, 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 you know, America, amen, Japan, wherever, amen, that we we beat amen, Australia or even you know Egypt, amen. God has a vested interest in the nations, amen, because nations are occupied by people, amen. And Christ died for people, and so everywhere you find people, we must treat them the way the Father, amen, hallelujah, treats them. Every, every human being is a potential instrument in the hand of God. And so as we continue to proclaim and to declare this dimension of life that heaven will have us express, amen, we will continue to seek to break away from the box, from the ideologies, from the foreign templates, from the you know, ungodly traditions and, and, if you will, nationalistic belief system amen, that has been, has been promoted. All right, we want to we want we want to shift away from the the idea that men define amen the church to be amen. We want to come, we want to rediscover God's heart, God's mind, God's desire, amen, for His body, for His church, because it's from there that we can become like a like I was using the uh, example yesterday and two days ago. It's from that point that we can become this vessel, amen, this this conduit, this instrument that can carry, that can house the things of God. God wants to pour himself, but he will not just pour himself, amen, into any kind of vessel. In a great house, amen, there are vessels, someone to honor, someone to dishonor. If a man will purge himself, what are we doing? We are purging ourselves, amen, from foreign, you know, ideologies. We are purging ourselves from foreign identity. We are purging ourselves, we are undressing ourselves, amen, from what we have come to accept and believe, amen, as the will of God as the pattern of God as the model of God's church as, as the as a as the desire of God for the we are purging ourselves from the wrong things that we have imbibed we have accepted amen and these are these are gonna be very challenging because you know imagine you've you've lived your life in a particular you know frame of thought you've lived your life in a particular dimension of thinking you've done things in a particular you know a, a manner all right and we wake up one morning only to discover that amen that thing is wrong that pattern is wrong have you ever done something only to get to a point and then you realize in fact you, you're almost finished only to realize that you missed it of course you always feel bad about it you, you, you know you, or you, you find yourself traveling and only to discover that you took the wrong route there will always be that point where you feel like oh god Am I supposed to now turn back again? Am I supposed to, or can't, can't I find a way out? Can, can, you know, you, then you start to look for, can there be a, another path that I can, you know, take to connect? And the Lord says, no, you have to turn back. 
and they and the desire to turn back i think is part of what we need amen to have in our season there are a lot of things that we have imbibed a lot of foreign amen ideas that we've come to love we've come to believe amen in fact, those things have worked for us, but alas, they are not, amen, aligned to God's divine pattern. So we have to begin to shed off these foreign beliefs and foreign ideas. We have to look into the word of God and find the heart of God for every aspect of life, for every aspect of life, particularly when it comes to the issues of the prophetic, amen. Because yes, we, we, are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are passionate, we, we love the prophetic, not because we want to do the will of God, but because, amen, it, it speaks to us about you know, the future, it speaks to us about, you know, uh, uh, what is coming. You know, hu humans, we are driven by wanting to know what is coming, what's going to happen. All right? But the prophetic is beyond just about the future. The prophetic is about embracing the truth. The prophetic is about, you know, aligning our life, amen, to the divine order, to the divine pattern. I, I hope you understand that when Paul was describing the ministry of the prophet, the Bible said the church the Christ church is built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophet and Christ being the chief cornerstone. So the prophetic is an instructive amen, ministry. The prophetic is not just about futuristic. It's not just about foretelling. The, the prophetic, amen, is about, amen, constructing, amen. God was the first builder in the, in the scripture. Amen. Every house is built by a man, but God, God is the builder of all things. Amen. Christ came to tear down. Amen. Everything that the Father has not built, Christ came to pull down the ideas, the, the belief system, the structure. Amen. The Babylon has built within the minds of men. Christ came to tear down. Amen. The wrong religious, you know, traditional belief. Amen. That people have imbibed, even through Judaism. That's why you discover that those who killed him were not just the Romans. Amen. <laughs> you know, those who killed him were the very people he was sent to because they could not just believe and accept that what this guy is saying contradicts what they have believed what they've been taught somebody lied to them at some point amen they, they took a detour that led them to the wrong path and christ came and said sorry it doesn't work like that this is the way if you want to get to god you have to go come through me amen so so this is still the challenge that we are faced with today a lot of things that we're doing today that we call church that is totally foreign to the ways of god completely foreign alien hallelujah to the principles of the kingdom and that's why we cannot build a church from the idea of church we have to build the king we have to build church from the position of the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is wider is bigger amen it's hundred times bigger a million times bigger amen than our idea of church we cannot build the things of God, amen, by how somebody told us, or by how, amen, the Roman Catholic, by how the Anglicans, by how, you know, our tradition, you know, all these things that we have borrowed. Many of the things that we're doing today, I tell you, they are foreign to the divine pattern. So going back to the divine pattern is one of our priority, amen, on this platform. We want to find God's divine architecture for his church. What do I mean by that? We want to find God's divine plan and blueprint, amen, for how life is designed to be lived out, amen. Vis-a-vis -vis is church, like I always say, amen. The church emanates from somewhere. The church came out of somewhere, amen. The church came out of a life, amen. That life, amen, was born in a home. Hallelujah. We have to understand these principles, and the more we understand it, the more we begin to understand why certain people were able to do what they did, amen, like Stephen. Stephen, amen, we, we heard of Stephen as a man that had been part of the community 
But but the, 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 I mean, we didn't know so much about this about Stephen until the scripture began to you know describe this man. Of course, through you know the 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 the, the ministry, the need that arose, and Stephen was one of them. Amen. I mean, I'm looking at that and I'm saying to myself, in the day that Amen. We are called to represent God's plan or purpose or carry out, you know, a divine intention. Would we find ourselves in that position that we are fully ready? Because it seemed that Stephen, amen, understood that someday a time is going to come that he will be needed. So this guy, amen, has at least met all the criteria. In fact, the best criteria is that he was full of the spirit. And I'm looking at, you know, as Stephen, there's, a, there's, a, there's something that I wrote down this morning. Let me see if I can quickly track it. Thank you, Lord. I think I've got to find a way of, every time I, you know, I stay off this uh, iPad for a while. It just locks itself and I have to carry it up again. To try to unlock it. Now, I said Stephen has proven to be a divine pattern in kingdom architecture. Stephen has proven to become, amen, a divine pattern. Remember that I said whatever God wants to do, he does them through humans. What God is looking for in the earth, amen, are people, vessels. In any nation, if God will find one, amen, According to Acts chapter 10, God is no respecter of man. But if, if any man will present himself, amen, if anyone will present himself worthy and ready as a, as a vessel that meets the standards and the criteria of God, regardless of their color, regardless of their nationality, regardless of their sex, amen, regardless of their location, amen, regardless of their background, heaven will use them. God is no respecter of man. Gone are the days where you feel inferior, you feel disconnected, or you feel, amen, unworthy, amen, or, you know, un, un, unable because you came from certain part of the world or because you, you wear certain pigmentation of, of, of skin. Come on, those days are over. Our identity is a spiritual position and location, amen, in Christ. If any man be in Christ, is a new creation. So the things that we speak, we speak from a position, amen, of spiritual elevation, not from, amen, our nas national identity, not from our color of skin, and not from, you know, our, you know, even our position of, or, you know, of, of sex. Somebody say, well, God doesn't use women. Who said that? Women don't have a place in the church. Who said that? That's not scriptural. We understand order. We understand government. We understand administration. And that's what we need to understand. But God uses every vessel to carry out his intention. So when I talk about Stephen, I'm talking about somebody who has become a, man, a, a divine pattern, a standard for us. As Moses was a standard for us, amen. As Elijah was a standard for us, amen. As Enoch, Enos, was standards to us, hallelujah, amen. Stephen is a standard of the New Testament church. And the way this guy was called, amen, was to basically serve table. You see, our attitude to what we are called to do is very important. What matters is that this guy was ready. He knew, amen, that for him to be able to serve table. You know what that means, to serve table? Sub kitchen. <laughs> Give people, like here in South Africa, now it's getting, you know, winter. People now begin to, churches now begin to come up with all kinds of, you know, uh, 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 
you know, initiative. They keep people warm. And that's very important. And we must do that. But the point that I'm making is, Stephen understood that for him to be able to, and I remember it's not just Stephen alone, but Stephen is, is, is the leader. And, and that's very clear. I, I wish I have time to even speak about that. Seven people were chosen. One person, amen, was, was called out to lead the seven. Because there's this issue, again, that we are looking at, all right, that, okay, because leadership had been abused in the past, and of course, we know that, and we're talking about that. That's part of what we're doing. We're trying to correct the wrong notion, the wrong belief, amen. <laughs> but yeah, seven people were chosen. They said, choose for yourself seven people who will administer this, you know, this initiative. But among the seven, there was one that was to carry out, to administrate, to guide, amen, to lead. Listen, when we try to, you know, do the things of God in the name of trying to move away from the old order, trying to move away from people who have abused the pyramid system. Yes, we're moving away from the pyramid system. But even as we sit together in a round table, amen, one person must have the final say. One person, hallelujah, must be given that position where he can say, okay, this is it. And we saw that in the church. We saw that in Acts chapter, you know, in, in Acts chapter 15 when there was dispute. And we're seeing that there's a dispute again here, hallelujah. And whenever there's a dispute, we have to be able to locate Amen. Where we can go to, who we can go to, hallelujah, that will give us the final say. Amen. Yes. It's important. That when everybody speaks, somebody must be able to stand up. James must be able to stand up, hallelujah, amen, and give the final verdict. We've, we have to, we have to understand that there's a Peter, there's a Peter in the church, amen, but there's a James also in the church, and these are all elders. And we have to begin to understand how we can walk in mutual understanding, amen, in carrying out the work of God should not bring division. Our understanding of the work of God, hallelujah, is still very childish. And that's why when the work of God gets to a certain level, amen, particularly when that thing begins to increase, suddenly you begin to see flesh. You begin to see man, you know, man agenda, you know, begin to manifest. Then, you know, somebody wants to, so who's going to be, who's going to be sitting on the right hand? We, we, you always have conflict. You will always have somebody with a foreign agenda, amen, with their own, uh, 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 you know, you know, kind of expression. And it's important we know how to manage, how to administrate, how to put those things in check. Because if we want the things of God to increase, amen, then we should be ready. We should be able to build capacity to manage conflict, to manage division, amen, to manage crisis. We have to, we have to develop that grace, amen. And this is part of what we are looking at regarding, amen, the life of the church in art. We are looking at, we are looking deep into, amen, the spiritual architecture, amen, of the house of God, of the ecclesia, we're looking into that, how the church starts, how to how, how we must advance, amen, how we must develop, amen, that church, and how we must, amen, manage its, its, its growth, hallelujah. Conflict must not bring us to division. Conflict must bring us to a point where we are able to see the bigger picture, and we surrender to that bigger picture. How many times... Have we missed, amen, an opportunity to advance the will of God, amen, just because somebody wants to over, you know, impress others, just because somebody wants to lord it over others, somebody wants to, you know, make sure that if it's not my will, then if it's not my way, then, it, then nothing works. 
If you're not going to follow, you know, the way I see, the way I want it done, then it's not going to be done. How many times have we missed opportunity like that? That's why we will continue to address these things to know that God can give you a gift, but your gift, amen, must be subject, hallelujah, to the administration of the body. The gift is for the body. The gift is of the Lord. The gift is not yours, amen. They give it to you because they know, amen, you are able to, you know, to, 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 to steward it, hallelujah. How we steward the things of God, particularly in the area of ministry, is very, very critical. It's very important. There are people that have been giving great gifts, but their character, their attitude, amen, as has hindered that gift from growing and maturing into fullness. I've seen that. Particularly when you come out from amen, an environment where people are very gifted. It usually happens among people that can sing all right, or people who can give. All right? Yes, you see that thing gets into their head. Their, their skill, their ability, their capacity gets into their head and then they hinder the, the, the bigger picture of the, of the advancement of the things of God just because they will not listen. Amen. Yes, they did somebody, they did, excuse me, they did something, they were corrected and they didn't like the way they were corrected and therefore they decide to hold back their position, their service amen, in the things of God. That is ungodly. I'm, I'm flagging this because these are some of the things that we've seen. And this is why, you know, certain pastors, they are very apprehensive. <laughs> you know, all kinds of, we have to find a way of rectifying these things. If we're part of the body, if the body truly is a family, remember the Bible said they had all things in common. If the body is a family, then we have to understand, amen, how to administrate, how to manage, how to, amen, you know, understand, yes, the hierarchies in homes, in family. Yes, in homes there are hierarchies. When your children, amen, do not understand the hierarchies of the home, when they don't understand their place, if they don't, if, they, if when your children don't understand how to function in a home, then you've lost your home. One day they're going to rule over you, they're going to, they're going to tell you to shut up and be quiet and tell you sit down. You don't have a say in this. Yes, that's what we see when we imbibe, amen, foreign ideologies, when we imbibe, amen, what they call the westernized culture into our lives, amen, into our homes. Then your children tell you, Daddy, keep quiet. In fact, before you know it, they will give their mother a good one. Yes. Because, amen, we don't know how to bring division of leadership. We want our children to have liberty, but they must understand that their liberty comes, amen, with a framework, amen, of, of, you know, of, of honor, of respect, of dignity. You don't talk back to your parents when they're talking to you. All right? You don't raise your eyebrow against them. Amen? You don't challenge their opinion. Even if they are wrong, there's a way, hallelujah, to, to go about it. Wait. But today, people are afraid. I'm saying this because we, we are seeing this extreme aspect where today people are are afraid to, to submit to, to eldership, to submit to leadership because of the way they've been treated in the past. So, and, you know, we cannot say because, the, you know, the past, amen, abused leadership, abused authority, and therefore, we will just downplay it. We won't talk about it, all right? Or we will just, you know, mellow it down, all right? Don't, so, so people don't get agitated again. People don't get scared. No, we will talk about it. In talking about it is what brings healing. If you come out of a, out of a home, out of you know a community where you've been abused, amen, and now you're under somebody who is 
administering you know leadership to you it's gonna take trust of course both of you have to earn amen each other's trust but as you do that you must also know amen that it's important that you surrender and you submit all right if you want somebody that will be yes sir and yes ma'am to you that everything you say is yes, yes then you don't have leadership then you don't have a covering if you will then you don't have a mentor if you will you don't have amen you know somebody that can that can actually guide you then you don't even need a guide because the, even the Holy Spirit will use somebody to guide you. I'm very clued up in this area. I'm very, very, you know, alive in this area. There, yes, we have to learn to manage the, 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 the two sides. We're coming from an extreme, amen, but we don't want to create another extreme, amen, of a liberty that is not guided by the Spirit. We don't want to enter into an extreme that is not what guided, that is not regulated by the Spirit. I just felt I needed to look at that. Seven people were chosen. Amen. Stephen, amen, was their head. Do you listen to leadership? Do you listen, amen? Can you listen to the voice of Stephen as members of the seven? Can you listen, amen? Because the scripture said they were all people, amen, of, of, of good quality. But somehow Stephen was chosen. And there must be a reason why Stephen was chosen. They said, choose for yourself seven, amen. But yes, out of that seven, one was chosen to guide them, to lead them. When we don't have that, when we cannot choose, amen, someone among us to lead us, to show us, to guide us, or where we can, you know, respond to, you know, the man, the person, the heaven is pointing to, to guide and to lead us. Listen, sometimes you may even feel qualified than that person. You may even have, you know, better, you may know some, some things more than that person you may be more resource than that person but somehow that person has been chosen and there's a reason there's always a reason why amen god chose somebody or the community and picked somebody there's a reason for that amen and it's important amen that when the moment you begin to think well they should have they should have chosen me or they should have chosen that person then something is wrong amen with our attitude sometimes if something is is, is a mistake we have to let time amen bring that bring that mistake to light you have to allow time you see if if it's not right time has a way of exposing it time has a way amen of correcting it time has a way amen of realigning the right person but it's not for us to be challenging and to be that's what they do in the world system many of the churches that we see springing up today they sprang out of conflict and that's why the church seemed to be big but we seem to be powerless because the attitude, the spirit behind, amen, what we call church, amen, is, is built on conflict. The foundation is conflict, amen. We don't know how to manage conflict. Yes, because, because I don't want to listen to him. So I can also go start my own. After all, the spirit also uses me. That's Median. That's, uh, what's his name now? Uh, uh, Miriam in the scripture. And the brother, amen, who challenged the leadership of, of, you know, of Moses. And they did, they did that on the basis that Moses married, amen, a black woman. <laughs> so we have to look at all of these things and begin to try to understand that, amen, there are no prejudices in our life. That we are truly our brother's keeper. There are many churches out there, amen, that could, you know, that could be of help to other churches gift amen that could be you know that, that, that should be in other houses assisting 
But because they are not willing and ready, amen, to submit, to, to surrender, amen, to leadership, to listen to somebody else, they decide to go. St- so there are all kinds of, you know, little, 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 little camps out there, little, little camps. Those camps ought to be part of one camp, part of one camp. All right? One camp that could have, you know, raised a powerful army, a powerful model, a powerful, hallelujah, spiritual, you know, force. But because we also want to have a say. Yes, I know you're listening to me. Because you also want to have a say. You go start something that heaven did not call for. You go start, amen, an initiative, amen, that is, that is born out of pride, that is born out of anger, amen. Yes, because you have the resource, because you have the money, because you have the giftings, you have the, you have the affluence, you have the influence. So you think because you have all of those things, you, you, you have the right to start something for God. No. It's an accursed thing. It's not accepted. Come on, Lord. God is speaking to somebody. It's not accepted. Your, your resource and your ability or capacity does not define amen, your approval to carry out something for God. It has never been amen, the principle of the scripture that our ability amen, is what defines amen, our call or you know, uh, you know, us being selected or chosen to carry out. No, no. There's always something in the heart of God, in the mind of God, beyond what we are able to do. I'm the least person, amen, to, to do what I'm doing today. I am the least person. I'm very aware of that. Very aware of that. It's important that you are aware, amen, of your, of your human natural ability, amen, and the ability heaven has given to you. If you're not aware of that, pride will get into you. You wake up one day and thinking you are the Lord of all. <laughs> you're in control. <laughs> See what my hands are built. No. I am nothing. All that I am is by the grace of God. The ability to declare and proclaim these things, I tell you, is the grace of God. And this is how the Lord, amen, carries out his work. And if we have to, I tell you, in the days that we live in, some people will have to shut down their church, amen, shut down their work, shut down that thing, that initiative, and go submit it. Yes, go submit it to somebody you know has the grace, has the capacity, has the wisdom, has the ability, amen, has that, you know, eldership grace to guide and to lead you. And if the Lord in one if the Lord in the future decides to say, okay, you know what? I think this person is ready. That person then can release you and say, go. That is what we see in the word of God. That is the principle of the word of God. Why, why did God allow Elisha, amen, to be under the leadership, amen, of Moses for 22 years? Yeah. People don't like to hear things like this, but this is the truth that sets you free. If you break out of a ministry, of a place, of a relationship, or even divorce, let's bring it on. If you think, amen, uh, uh, what, what, what causes you to divorce somebody, amen, uh, 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 will be resolved by marrying somebody else, you lie to yourself. You have to understand the criteria. You have to understand, amen, the, the, the critical reality behind, amen, you severing yourself from another person. If you don't understand that, amen, and you, you, you just do it because your friends say you must do it or because you feel like, well, this person is just is, is, is stop, stuffing the life out of me, keep trying to kill me, I can't breathe, I, I need my freedom. If you think somebody else is going to give you that freedom, you're, you're looking for your lie. Because whatever ignorance or blindness that you have that led you to, you know, to, to, to marry a so-called the wrong person, amen, 
will also lead you amen, to marry another wrong person. Because if you don't understand that there are certain values that the Lord is looking for, that the Lord amen, sees in connecting people. Like I always say that, you see, we don't, we don't marry individuals. We don't just marry people's face. We marry, amen, that they are calling. We marry into, amen, God's divine plan and purpose, amen, for, for their life. We marry into the prophetic objective of God for their life. If we don't see that, you will make the same mistake again and again. That's why people marry two, three, four times. What are they looking for? Are you getting the point that I'm making? These are critical things that we have to understand. If we don't understand this, amen, we will never have a church that is mature. We will never have a church that is truly amen, equipped to carry the intentions of God. Because, listen, as long as we have people in our midst, as long as we're praying that God should add to us, there will be conflict. There will be, amen, uh, there, there, there will be, you know, uh, uh, argument. There, there, you know, there will be misunderstanding. There will be all kinds of things. How do we manage those things? How do we manage, amen? People who are not seeing what amen, they ought to see. How, how do we manage amen? People who have a different agenda, amen, from the agenda, hallelujah, that is on ground. How do we manage amen? People, amen, who are who are trying to scheme us, who are trying to, you know, uh, uh, go behind us, amen, and and you know, and stab us at the back. How do you manage subordination? All of these things without you losing your, your position of, 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 of life in God, without you becoming bitter. These are powerful things we have because remember the, the reason that Stephen came to the to you know to, to the forefront is because there was a crisis in the house there was a crisis in the house there's a crisis in the house if we don't know how to manage this thing you are going to find yourself making the same mistake I hope you understand what we're dealing with here amen deals with amen the, 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 the spiritual principle that is required that is needed amen for the church of the last day the third day church so i read i read something yesterday in one of the uh, um what do you call it now facebook uh, 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 groups that i that i follow and this person I'm, I'm i'm gonna paraphrase it this person says if you read something in the word of god in fact i'm gonna look for that thing and see if i can repost it on my timeline he said if you read the word of god amen and you find, you know, uh, uh, what God says challenging or difficult, amen, for you to apply. If you read something in the word of God, like I said, I'm paraphrasing. And you find it difficult to accept what, amen, God has said in his word. He said, the problem is not the word. The problem is you. He says, the, it's, the, this person says, in fact, the issue is not that, you know, uh, uh, um, you don't love God. The issue is because you love yourself. The reason why, amen, you, you frown at, you know, certain values, certain principle that, you know, we read in the word of God or that the, the man of God proclaim and declare that is, of course, based on the balanced truth. The reason why we, we hate that is not because, amen, we don't love God. It's because we love ourselves. We love self. It is self that makes us to frown at, amen, the values of God, the principles of God. You see, I have come to a point in my walk with God that, you know, I, I love to fall on the sword. I love to fall on the sword of God's word. The sword, the sword of God's word, amen, must kill you. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says God's word is a two-edged sword. In other words, it's not just one way. It must affect, amen, the, the, the sword of God's word is even. It, it must affect both the preacher, amen, and the hearer. 
It's not something that, well, well let me look for the one. Let me look for, I don't have favorite scripture. Well, I've got favorite scripture, but I don't have amen, scripture that, well, I just built my, my, you know, my, my ministry around in terms of, well, these are, these are the things I love to talk about. Some say, well, I'm just a, prof, you know, a, you know, a, a, a prosperity preacher. I'm not a prosperity preacher. I believe in prosperity. I'm not a healing preacher. I believe in healing. Amen. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is every word, amen. Uh, there is no, there is no, there is no hold back in the word of God. Every word, every dimension, every expression, every aspect that God, amen, has revealed in his word, I believe, I accept. I don't unpick. I don't, I don't, you know, choose. I don't think, oh, what would the people like to hear? Like you can see, we pick the book. And that's me. This is, this is I think this is a, 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 a session 42, if I'm not mistaken, of the series that we have begun amen, on, on the book of Acts, looking at amen, the, uh, the, the, the release of apostolic spirit. <clears throat> that's me. Uh, I don't, you know, no, no. I just speak. We, we pick a book, we pick a topic, and we build on that. So we, we, we deal with every aspect, every aspect, amen, that the Lord will emphasize. Of course, I, I, I don't know everything, but whatever the Spirit of God floods within my spirit, we talk about it. Amen. Like we're talking about the issue, amen, of leadership now, amen. That's not part of what I thought I was going to talk about this morning, but that's what the Spirit of God is flagging. So we talk about it, amen. Leadership is a two-way thing, amen. Yes, both sides, amen, must gain both sides' trust. And if somebody is a leader, allow that person to lead. If you're a follower, amen, be a good follower to a day, to a time where, amen, you can step into your own leadership. I believe everybody, amen, is called to follow and I believe everybody is called to lead. It all depends on the season. That's why we say, amen, life is progressive. Purpose is progressive. The only thing that is sterile, that is static, hallelujah, is our destination, our destiny. But even how we get to that destiny, amen, is unfolding. And the more we hear, we follow the directions of God, amen, the more we will walk in the path that will lead us. Nobody knows that path, but we're following Christ our way. We talked about that yesterday. Jesus is the way. That's a value system. That's a curriculum that we must learn. Jesus is the truth, amen. We have to come into what the truth is and means in Christ. Christ is truth, amen. The world does not understand truth except they know Christ. There are a lot of good things, amen, a lot of correct things, a lot of facts that we talk about, amen, but we have to look at those things, weigh them, amen, through the eyes of Christ. So the religion, the religion, the Christ that religion has preached to us always narrow things down. And that's why we find ourselves most time in trouble because uh, we, we don't understand. You know, we can't, we can't think outside or we can't reason with certain people because amen, they're, they're coming from this high level, intellectual level, which is some of the things I actually would like to talk about this morning because you see Stephen, amen, engaging, amen, some powerful intellectual, you know, uh, uh, you know community called, you know, the, 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 the free men, uh, free men, you know, uh, 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 cults. And these guys were ready to take down Stephen. But the Bible says they could not challenge the wisdom and the power flowing from the life of Stephen. Why? Because Stephen had been with the Lord. We perceive that these guys were unlearned. But there is something about being with the Lord that just continually expands your capacity in terms of even intellectual you know, uh, uh, knowledge. There's something about being with God, amen, that accelerates, amen, your position of thinking and it, that takes you to another point, hallelujah, that you, you have knowledge. 
You have insight about life. You, you have amen, insight about things. The Spirit of God will flag things. The Spirit of God will lead you. And that happens to me most times. The Spirit of God will lead me and say, buy that book. Take that book. Read that book. And the more you read, the more earlier you imbibe the knowledge of the, 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 the more the Holy Spirit will begin to expand earlier the knowledge and, 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 the, and the principle behind that book. It happens to me. I don't just read Christian books alone. I read books written by other people. I read intellectual, you know, material. All right? I read books that deals with, you know, economy. I, I just read as the Spirit leads me. Because I know that everything, hallelujah, is factored in Christ. So I'm, I'm not limited to just, uh, you know, what the Bible says. I read what the Bible says. But guess what? The Bible is a complex book. Some of the wealthiest, richest people on earth. They read the Bible, but they read the Bible to draw principle to know how to make money. They don't read the Bible to submit to the authority of the word of God. They just use the Bible, amen, to, to validate their, you know, the Bible can be anything to anybody. Are you getting the point that I'm making? So we have to, you know, we say so many things. That's why I said in, in the beginning of this teaching, right, that we have to be open to the spirit. We have to be multifaceted. We have to be multidimensional in our expression, in our sense of thinking, because the Lord is speaking so many things to us at the same time. You know, I mean, I, I, all of the things that we've been saying for the past few, 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 few weeks now, I tell you, a few months. If you put all of this into a book, you will be having a series, volumes. Because God is speaking, they're flagging all kinds of things. Yes, they will deal with every aspect of our life. Why? Because we must become, amen, that vessel that is meat ready for the master's use. All things are prepared. When we are invited, we are ready to lead like Stephen. If there's a need in the house and you are called, amen, you become a Stephen to that, amen, to that area of need, to that area of ministry. That is what we see. That is something that we cannot forget. Please don't forget this thing. There was a need. There was a need earlier that, that, that was going to bring crisis, amen, to, to the church, amen. And remember, the church, amen, has a face in the world because the world is looking. Who can handle this situation? Choose seven people qualify for this work. Out of the seven, they found one called Stephen. The Bible says it was a man full of the spirit. In other words, you can have a little measure. Of course, we do have a little measure of the spirit. Be it done unto you according to your faith. You can have a little measure. But this guy was full. This guy's dimension, amen, in the nature, in the life, in the, in the walk, in the ministry of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, is full. You know, when something is full, it pours over. If something is full, you can't go above. The Bible says, you know, Stephen, Stephen, a man full of the Spirit of God. Then verse, verse, six, verse 8 of, uh, of Acts chapter 6 says, Stephen, a man full of grace and power. Those are activity. Those are manifestation. You have to be full of the Spirit before you can be full of His grace and power. You get the point. You can't be praying, God, give me grace. Give me power. No. First of all, you want to be full of Him. You have to be full of Christ. Christ has to be formed first in you. Oh God, help me. I hope you understand what I'm saying. You know, many of us, when we engage God, we want to, we want something from God. No, you have to want God first. You have to, God, feel me. It's when he feels you that, amen, his infilling now begins to project grace, project wisdom, project knowledge, project counsel, project 
power. Hallelujah. All the sevenfold realities of God then begins to express themselves. But first of all, what you want is not wisdom. What you want is not grace. What you want is not counsel. What you want is God. I want more of you in my life. That's how to pray. If you're going to God to get something, then you don't, you don't know. You don't understand. You have to, first of all, want him. You have to need him. You check the scripture. You will see that is how men prayed. They want God. Amen. He said, I found a man whose, who, whose heart is after me, not just after my things. We're after the things of God. That's why we get the things of God. We run with a gift. We run with, you know, with some knowledge. We run with some resource, you know. And then we goof. We make, we make mistake Because, yes, you, you, you have something that came from God, but you don't even know how to use that thing because you are not full of God. Oh, I love this. You see? The, 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 the person of God, the being of God first must saturate us. It's from there that we're able to carry out whatever God will have us carry out without us losing sweat. You know, without being afraid that, oh, I've got too much money. This money might make me go. No, no. The more Ezekiah saw the Lord, the more, he, the, more the Lord prospered him. Because Ezekiah understands that prosperity is a means to an end. It's not the end. <laughs> Hallelujah. Money is a means to an end. Amen. Influence, if God gives you the kind of grace where you are able to meet people, you know people that matter in society, then you know that that is what, that is a ministry. That's, that's important to the advancement of the things of God. God doesn't give us something in abundance just for us to be able to say, well, I've got, I've got a lot of God knows what. No, no, no. There's a reason when God gives you something, when you have an abundance of something, when you are good in something. Listen to this. It's because God wants it to advance his purpose, his kingdom. Are you getting the point? There are skills God has given to me. I know it's not to make money. It's to advance the purpose of God. But sometimes, yes, people want to take advantage of, of, of that gift. But I know, how to, I know how to hush them. How to squash them. How to tell them to stop. No, no. no I'm very good in that. I'm not one that, you know, allow men to walk on me. No, I'm, I will walk. I will submit myself in humility. But if you think you can humiliate me, I will put, tell it to you straight. No, you don't do that. In the kingdom, we don't do that. You see, we have to begin to develop ourselves. Are you seeing what we're picking from? I told you, Stephen has become to us a divine pattern. It's an architecture. It's a blueprint. Stephen is a blueprint. Stephen amen, has proven to be a divine pattern in kingdom architecture. What God is building, amen, is within us. It is that which God builds within us that our hands, amen, can shape out, can, can, can bring out. If you cannot see the prophetic intentions of God for his church, for his house, for nations, for community, then what are you going to be building? Then what are you going to be doing? You're going to be building something that looks good. Something that amen, feels good. Something that looks nice in the eyes of men. But has no capacity to produce the intentions of God. In, in deliverance. In transformation. Amen. In restoration. In community development. We have to understand this. Hallelujah. We have to amen, shift our focus. 
The focus of our orientation must be shifted away from that idea, that indiv individualistic idea, that principle that we, we have imbibed that is contrary to the architecture of the kingdom of God. And that's why, you know, a, a few months ago we wrote a book on the kingdom. We have to track what the kingdom of God is. There's another uh, brother, you know, uh, uh, that wrote a material on the kingdom. You know, of, of late, people have been bringing, you know, material out on the kingdom of God. It's good. Let's, 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 let's read as much as we can read. Let's, let's, let's find the mind of God. Amen. If you see that something that is that kingdom is not aligning to the kingdom, shelve it. Leave it somewhere. But continue to grow. Continue to learn. Continue to develop yourself. Continue to probe. Continue to search. Don't just settle for, you know, a nice music. Don't just settle for a nice organization. Don't just settle for, you know, you know, all the things we call, God called me and God empowered me. We have to begin to believe God. God, is this your will? Is this your mind? Is this your pattern? In Stephen, we're finding a divine principle. We're finding a divine order. We're finding a divine pattern. In Stephen, we are locating something far bigger, amen, than human mind. We're finding something much stronger, hallelujah, than human organization. But see how we got to this point. You see, everything is building up. Everything is building up. But the point that I quickly want to emphasize this morning, amen, the Bible says, Stephen, amen, full of, I'm reading verse 6 again. Verse, uh, verse 8, excuse me, of chapter 6, act. Now, Stephen, a man full, amen, full of the Spirit. And yesterday we looked at that, that term, to be full of the Spirit. We looked at it yesterday. And we want to, maybe we should consider it again. That word, you know, full of the Spirit, amen. Uh, uh, excuse me, yeah, Stephen, full of grace and power. And we said that word, amen. Uh, uh, faith, amen, is actually connected to the word grace. We said the word, amen, to be full of the spirit is basically to be full of grace. And the grace basically explains or speaks to us about, amen, an assignment. You see, the faith that Stephen had, it was a faith to carry out, to execute something, to bring out something, to manifest something, amen, to showcase See, faith is given to us. There's a faith to walk with God, but there's, there's a faith, amen, to carry out the intentions of God. You have the faith, like I have the faith, amen, to carry out what God, I mean, I think that's something that I, I, I believe, I've come to believe that God has given to me a grace to carry out, you know, things that people would think are very difficult and challenging. You give it to me. If the spirit of the Lord is leading me, I can do it. It's just, it's a, it's, I believe it's a gift, but it's also a dimension of, I believe, one's, one's trust and walk with God. Particularly if you come from, you know, a background where you had nothing. So I've always learned to put my hope and trust in God. To do, if I need to do something, I, I put my heart to it. <clears throat> I put my hope in it. I put my trust in it. Amen. I pray. I seek the mind of God. Amen. And I wait for that one, amen, uh, 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 you know, signal the moment i get that signal i go for it i don't wait i just go for it but it may take me 
maybe months, even years. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I, I'm not one to be easily jump into something or push into something. No, you can't convince me to jump into something. But once I know it's time, this is what the Lord will have me do. I go for it. Because I know that, you know, my help does not come from man. So waiting on the man to, you know. Before you know it now, we lay the foundation of this walk. Now, we take the next step as the spirit of the Lord will lead. God will put it in the That is how we testify that God is in what we're doing. If I have to be waiting for, you know, a, a hundred thousand to be in my account before I begin this job, then you'll be waiting forever. You have to take, amen, one step after the other by faith. Now, there's a faith that allows you to carry out the intentions of God. That if God says, amen, I've called you, amen, to, to start a community work, you know, to start a kingdom, you know, a, 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 you know, community where people come and gather and pray together and seek the mind of God, you know, then go start with your house. Start in your house. You don't need to, first of all, be looking for money to rent a place. No, start with what God has given to you. If that is what the Lord, amen, has called you to do. As you remain faithful in that, you know, space, in that, you know, a, a, a position God has given to you, he himself, amen, will increase it as his work increases. As his work increases, amen. Listen, as the work, the Bible says, listen to the scripture again. The scripture says there was a, there was a, there was a conflict, amen, that rose, among the Hellenetic Jew, amen, and the, and, the, and the native Jews, there was a conflict that arose. But that conflict arose because there was, what? there was increase in the church. There was increase. So that means amen, they need to what to expand. So the crisis was flagging, hallelujah. They need to what? They need to expand. The crisis was flagging the need to expand. How do you see crisis? When there's crisis, what do you see? When there are challenges, what do you see? Amen. We have to shift our mind, amen, from being negative when we are faced with crisis. We have to begin to see, amen, that that's an opportunity to, uh, to expand. And the, and, the, and the 12, the 12 said, choose, you know, from among yourself, seven people that can, that can, that can handle this problem of serving table. Serving table means administrate, manage, you know, all the money that were brought to the apostles' feet, amen. You know, the food, the, the, whatever they were buying, amen, for the people. Guess what? They needed, I guess Stephen was the guy in charge. Because the Bible says, you know, people were bringing their, they were selling their, you know, lands, bringing the money and putting it on their apostles' feet. What do you think they were doing with all those money? To meet the needs of the house. The church was growing. They said, we will commit ourselves, amen, to the ministry of the word and to prayer. It's paramount. It's important that we don't mix that. And if you have not built people, if those 12 people have not built the kind of, you know, a life that produced this guy called Stephen, then their job is not done. You see, you see, you see, when you invest in people, I was listening to, uh, not listening, I actually saw this caption. It was one of the ladies, you know, put it there yesterday, I think, on Facebook. All right? how, how, how do you begin to drive a team, amen, when you have not, I'm paraphrasing now, when you have not invested, amen, in people, in individuals, to build a team, to build, amen, a, 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 a good team, regardless of what, you know, objective they are, they are, 
there to carry out. You have to, first of all, invest in those individuals. You must know them. A good team, hallelujah, knows each other. But beyond knowing each other, they understand, amen, the spirit of leadership. They understand the value, their intention. They understand, amen, why they are a team. There are many teams, amen, that are incoherent. The reason why, you know, many football teams, you know, like you have your Bafana, Bafana, they're forever changing, you know, the coach. It's not about changing the coach. You have to, first of all, understand, you have to create a culture. And to create a culture, it takes a while. You have to, out of the culture, you have to create a vision, amen. Or rather, the vision creates a culture. You have to create continuity, you know. One, once that person fails once, amen, you fire the person, then you look for another person. Is the same spirit, amen, that influenced society. Is the same spirit, amen, that is impacting, you know, you know, uh, marriage. If if once something goes wrong, fire, get another one. All right, uh, as long as the guy is not doing the fire, him, get another one. Is it the more you fire and you fire and higher, you never get to develop a team. It's the same principle in the house of God. We have to know what we can manage from the things that we need to discard. You have to build people. You have to, you have to first of all, understand. Like I always tell you guys, I always say, say this. There are two things that are important to me. The revelation of God, amen, and the knowledge of men. I want to know Christ. I want to know him. But I also want to know the people that he has sent me to. I want to know his heart, his mind, amen, regarding the tinas of this world, amen, regarding the, you know, the kumisa of this world. And, and I want to know, amen, the people. I want to know who they are. I want to know them in and out so that when I'm talking to them, they understand me we we, we there, there's no issue of communication we, you know before i say they know what i'm talking about they, they they know what i like and what i don't like they know where we're going where we're not where we're not going it has to be that understanding that's how amen i raised the people when i was a pastor amen even when i was in johannesburg amen i let the people know this is where we're going this is the intention you make them you made them know you let them have clear understanding amen there's no you know you, you don't surprise them People may find it difficult, amen, to, you know, to, 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 you know, to, to accept, you know, what you want to do, but don't surprise people. You have to build continuity, stability, you understand? You have to help people to understand what, where you're going, give them, amen, the, 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 the long vision. Also show them, amen, the, 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 the you know, the, the, the immediate, you know, a, a reality on ground. But also help them to understand that, okay, we're moving from point A to point B, but that's where we're going. You have to build culture. You have to build values. You have to build trust. You know, these days we don't do that. We build, we build a church, or we call it a team, amen, based on, you know, the, the people who are highly influential, the people who have money, all right? <laughs> and that's why the house of God is divided. We build it around people who are skilled. We even build it around those who went to, who went to you know, school, went to university, all right? Those who went to university, we put them at the forefront. Those who we feel, no, they don't represent us. If they don't represent us, what are they doing in your house? If you want to start a church just for, amen, the, 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 the intellectuals alone, then go do that, amen. Don't try to mix. If you mix it, you are going to, amen, have a big problem. What is your church sent for? What kind of a business are you building? You've got to know. You've got to understand. Don't tell me where, where, uh, where we, we cater for everybody. No, there's nothing like that. You don't cater for everybody. You have to know your assignment. You have to know what you are sent to. Yeah, is there something about divine connection? If you, if somebody is called to you, 
it, it will connect. But that doesn't mean that everything will run smoothly. You have to help them to grow. Yes, I know the kind of work we have done in the life of many of the people that have joined us, that have connected to us. Yes, because you're dealing with mindset. You're dealing with things that people have believed, things, ideologies, belief system, cultures that people have come to accept and imbibe. Those are the things that you'll be warring with. You'll be fighting. You'll be challenging those things. Amen. But you'll also be doing it amen, with love and care. Those who truly want to follow, amen, the direction and the leading of God, amen, in your life and through your life, guess what? Will submit to that which the Lord, amen, is, is demanding. They will submit to it. But if they are not called to you, guess what? No matter what you give to them, even if you give them food every day with, with a plate of gold, amen, they will throw that thing to your face. You can't win with them. So you have to understand, amen, that God has given us these things in grace and in measure. But the point is that we must, first of all, amen, submit to spiritual development. Stephen must have submitted to the spiritual development, amen, of the 12. That's the point that I'm making. He grew, he developed, amen. And the day came, the occasion came for him to lead the seven. He was there. A man full of pistols. Of pistis, rather, not pistos, pistis. P I P I S T I S, pistis. And they say that, that word pistis means the ability to persuade. Stephen is, is a persuasive person. He can easily persuade you. Of course, this is not a, an influence. I hope you understand, I understand that if somebody can persuade you, that's an influence. That's a gift. There are people like that, they can easily persuade you. They can persuade you to, you know, to look into something, to do something. They have a way of doing that. It's a grace. It's a gift. And of course, that can be hijacked by the devil if they don't understand, amen, what the Lord has ordained that grace for. Amen. Pistis means persuasion. That is credence. There's a value. There's a belief. Amen. There's a moral conviction. Amen. Of certain belief and truth that he will stand by that what by what he knows, amen. And this is why, amen, they came to challenge him because this this Stephen guy's got this pistis in him. He knows hallelujah how to use word, how to use the spirit of God's word, amen, to persuade people. If you will, Stephen is almost like Paul. Paul is Paul, Paul has the same gift, amen, of pistis. He can persuade you when he speaks his word, amen penetrates deep into your spirit, deep into your intellect. Amen. There's no way you want to beat around. He will catch you. Pistis. It's a moral conviction. Can tell you what you're doing is wrong. This is what is right. But this is a man called to serve table. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you that it's not enough to say, well, well, well. Uh, my, because basically serving table, amen, is a ministry in the marketplace. I hope you understand that when you're in the marketplace, you're serving tables. If you're in the marketplace, you need the, you need the spirit of Stephen. Come on, Lord. Thank you, Father. If you are in the marketplace, you need the spirit of Stephen. Because, listen, all those guys, all those wicked gurus, whatever you call them, amen. Guys, amen, who, who call themselves, amen, uh, 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 the, 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 the free men, the free men, amen. Bible said they come from the synagogue of the free men. These are, these are type of cultic, cultic guys, but the occultic, amen, deals with, amen, persuading people, you know, trying to convince people, amen, arguing with people, amen. Yes, they, 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 they pride themselves in philosophy. 
philosophies that are demonic induced. And they've got some followers. This is not just people based in Jerusalem alone. Listen to the word of God. The Bible says they came from, amen, Cyrene. From Alexandra. Amen. They came from Cyrene. This guy's called, amen, uh, 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 cult of, you know, freemen. They are Jews from where? From where? From Cyrene. They are Jews from Cyrene. Amen. They are also from Alexandria. Amen. They are from the, in the, the province of Cilicia. Amen. And Asia. The Bible says this man began to argue with Stephen. They began to argue. Listen, if you're in the, in, if you're in the world and you don't know your, where you stand, you don't know, you know, you don't have a solid, you know, foundation in terms of your, you know, your kingdom philosophy, your kingdom ideology, they will flow you. They, I mean, they will, they will flow you. You won't even know what to say again. This was what was going on. They, they came to challenge Stephen. They came to challenge his belief. They came to challenge his ideology. They came to challenge his position. But Stephen, amen, full of the spirit. The expression of the spirit here is that, amen, he has the ability to persuade. He has the, he has this, he has a, he has a, he has a strong moral, amen, uh, conviction. You cannot tell him otherwise. He has a strong moral conviction. This is what God says in his word. This is how that which God says in his world, amen, is relevant to your life, to your space. This is what God says regarding science. This is what God says regarding, you know, you know, building a home, raising children. This is what God says regarding, amen, uh, your money. This is what God says regarding, amen, you know, increasing in the area of business. This is Stephen. He knows those things, amen, what God says. Because God's heart, amen, God's mind is the benchmark, is the operating system of Stephen. Amen. It's not taking what some tradition or religion says and then mix it. He try to mix it with what you know uh, the world wants to hear. No, he, he uses what God says. He develops an argument. He develops, amen. You know, a position of argument from what God says in His Word. This is what God revealed to me this morning. Stephen is not just a man that is gonna be prophesying. Hallelujah. No, no. Stephen has a way of standing before the jury and make his case. He has a way of standing, amen, before, you know, uh, uh, you know the, 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 the bankers and, and, and make his case. He has a way of defending the economy of God. Hallelujah. Highly, highly enriched man, Stephen. He has a sound knowledge of God's word. He's a sound teacher. This is, I'm reading, you know, how this, you know, they, they describe this word, pistis. He's a religious teacher. He has insight into God's word. He has insight into the ways of God. Amen. He's consistent. He's, he's consistent. Hallelujah. He, he cons, he's consistent in what he professes. He understands the religious you know, system. That's what they said there. Yeah. But what we, what we understand by that religious system is that he understands the ways, the principle behind the things of God. Behind morality. You see, the world today tell you there's nothing like morality. The world today, they, they tell there's nothing like black and white. There's nothing like, you know, uh, good or evil. I mean, if you use the idea of morality, then everything should be, should be okay. It means that I should wake up tomorrow, amen, and can I go shoot somebody? And you can tell me that's fine. 
because they, 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 they thought to, 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 to even to come to that point to say, but it's wrong for me, amen, to shoot somebody. That same thought Alia, speaks into the thought that says it's wrong for you to take another man's wife. It's the same thought that says it's wrong, amen, to, you know, to, to go against the law of, of, of marriage. But you see now the world system are killing all of that. So the moment you begin to destroy moral laws, basically you're saying there's no God. Because there's something called conscience. And the laws of God are written within human conscience. The laws, the laws that guide men amen, are not just constitutional. Amen. That word constitutional is what men, is what men put down. Some of the best brain. And it's good, but it's not good enough because we can see if, if the constitutional law is that good, then we shouldn't have people in prison. You shouldn't have people in prison. We shouldn't be building more prison. Then people should be able to just obey and comply. But you see, it doesn't work that way. That's why they say the law is not written for, amen, you know, those who know God. The law is written for those, amen, who don't know God. The law is written, is created for those, amen, who don't know God. So Stephen is arguing something powerful here. And these guys came to challenge him. These men began to argue. They began to challenge Stephen. But they could not stand up against the wisdom of the spirit by whom Stephen spoke. Would you pray this prayer today? God, bring me to this point, to this place that Stephen found himself, that Stephen was, that as, as cultic, ungodly spirits, the Bible says in the last days, perilous times will come. You will find people coming, entering, imbibing, amen, doctrines of demons for one reason, to challenge you, to challenge the truth. The kings of the earth, amen, will be ganging up. The lords of the earth will be ganging up against the Lord and against his anointed. In that day, God, put your spirit, may I grow, may I mature in your spirit that will allow me to stand up like Stephen because, amen, I am full of grace and power. You see, Stephen did not just have this ability to persuade, but he also have, amen, what you call the power, the dunamis. It's from that dunamis that he was able, amen, to perform miracles. The Bible says he did great wonders and miraculous signs among the people. A position arose. Like I said yesterday, as long as you want to serve table, but you are not able, amen, to cast out devil. You are not able, amen, to restore life. You are not able to transform. Or, or, you, or you begin to challenge those dimensions, amen, where you are able to do those things. The world system will, will, will rise against you. Because the world system, amen, is, they are threatened by what you are doing. They are losing the economy. Everything is built around the economy. It's built around economy. So let's begin to look at this principle as we pray. God, we want to become a people in this new day.
that is full of grace, that is full of faith, full of pistis, and full of dunamis. This is part of the church the Lord is building nowadays. This is part of the church. This is, these are the quality of the church, the ecclesia. The Lord, amen, is calling us to become in this season. I hope you understand that the world is becoming more secularized. They're becoming, amen, more of this caliber of this free main, you know, guys. The world, amen, is becoming more secularized, more demonic in their belief, in their value. There's, a, there's an open worship, amen, of, of human mind, open worship, amen, of, of, of Satan, open worship of ideas. In fact, that is just idea that speaks to their belief alone. Any foreign idea, any other idea, even ideas today that was once accepted in, in, in colleges, in university, they are being canceled. That is how terrible, amen, the world system is today. Things that, you know, professors, lecturers, you know, once taught their students are now being eroded in the name of, you know, uh, 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 bringing, you know, balance and, uh, and, and uh, equality. I don't, underst I don't understand what's going on today in the world. But we understand that there's a demon, there's a spirit that is destroying even the, 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 the belief of what is right from what is wrong. Remember that what is right from what is wrong is just another step to standing and believing in what God says. There's a moral law of what is right and wrong. They don't even want that again. So what do we need to do? We need to pray. God, make us a Stephen to our generation. God, give us the grace, the spirit to be able to defend the faith, to be able to stand by what we know is right. Infuse us with the spirit, with the wisdom to know what to say at every given situation. No matter where, who we stand before, give us boldness, courage. Help us not to run away, not to shy away, not to be afraid. Give us, oh God, the ability, the grace, oh God, to stand for what we know is true. What do you know is true? What do you believe? What do you trust? Open my eyes, Lord, to see the things that you have written. Help me to clearly understand. Help me to interpret based on the things that your word, yes, has revealed. Help me to build, yes, philosophy around the principles of your kingdom. Help me, Father, to shift away from the lies of, of men, from the deceptions of men. Yes, help me to move away from the, the idea of divide and conquer. Help me to move away from the spirit of apartheid and wickedness that is prevailing, that is pervading society. Help me to see through your eyes. Open my eyes. Illuminate my understanding. Give me, yes, the things that you infuse in Stephen. Help me, Lord, to be part of those, yes, Lord, that you have chosen, who train Stephen, who give themselves to the ministry of the word and prayer. Help me, Lord. Grant me grace. Friends, these are the ways we must pray and engage the things of God in this new day. I said earlier on, if you are operating in the marketplace, you need the spirit 
of Stephen. You need the character of Stephen. You need the dimension, amen, the philosophy, the operational you know, competence, amen, of Stephen. You need it. If you are in the marketplace, you need to understand, amen, the spirit that was working in Stephen because you're going to have these people come to challenge. If they came to challenge Stephen, you see, they were not moved by the miracle that Stephen did. They were not moved by the things. No, they wanted to challenge his belief and his philosophy. And if they come, you should be ready. You should be ready for them. We saw one of the reasons why Paul was able to do the things that he did is because he also operated from this dimension of Stephen. And remember... That when Stephen was to be killed, to be executed, to be, you know, uh, 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 murdered, Paul was there. He was watching. Paul saw something about the life of Stephen to, to the point of his death that he could not wipe off his mind. That was Saul of Tarsus before he became Paul. He was there. So it, it, it seemed Paul might have been part of the member of this, you know, free man uh, 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 cult. And Saul, rather Saul, Saul of Tarsus. It's sin because the Bible says he was there. He was the one, in fact, carrying amen, the, the coat of the people who finally executed Stephen. Are you getting the point that I'm making? This guy, you know, they deal with things that is highly intellectual. They deal with how to how, how to how to quash, how to squash, how to pull down, to shatter anything that challenges. Their, their, you know, their, their Jewish position of culture, of beliefs. They challenge it. But Stephen was bold enough. <laughs> he was bold enough. He was bold enough to challenge them. He was bold enough not to run away. Stephen was bold enough not to run away, friends. Help us, Lord. Help us, Father. Grant us grace. Ah, oh, hallelujah. Build your house in us. Build your church in us. Let the ecclesia arise. Let the church of the freeborn, let the church of the last day arise. Let the church of the firstborn come forth. We glorify you, Lord, this day. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do you feel the presence of God this morning? These are days of instruction. Heaven is instructing us. We thank you. Thank you, Father, for truth. Thank you for, for your ways, for your will, for your desire. Thank you, Father, for the impression once again that you have made through this word may we continue to learn may we continue to yield ourselves until every part of the lost truth is restored to the glory of your name oh hallelujah thank you father amen 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 Thank you, everyone, this morning once again. Thank you, all our followers. Thank you for connecting with us, Sister Commissioner. Thank you so very much this morning. We want to thank God for what the Lord, amen, has 
once again established through this medium. Please continue to let God build you in the pattern, in the pathway, in the spiritual direction of this new day. We're on a transition. We're moving somewhere. We're going somewhere. I know the pressure is out there. But yet the grace of God is increasing the more in our life. I want to thank God once again for this truth throw. For you know these words that have gone forth. May the word continue to help us grow and shape up to that point where we can reflect and reveal the intentions of God. So thank you so much everyone this morning once again for being part of this live broadcast. I wish you a wonderful, blessed day. Right? Same we have entered uh, um, a winter here. And just praying that the Lord will help us. Amen. To finish all we need to finish. Once again, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I know we have very few people join us this morning. Yes. Uh, it's getting cold now. Alright. So uh, I guess people are finding it a bit challenging to wake up early but we have to do what we need to do so once again thank you enjoy the rest of your day bye bye